game. And Grub. Hello and welcome to Game and Grub, where we play with our food. My name is Hammy. And I'm Jelly Sound. And we're back. We're back by popular demand. We had like four guys say, hey, what are you guys going to do the podcast again? Are you sure they were all guys? I'm going to, I would bet, I don't have a farm to bet, I would bet they were all guys. Okay. There might be one girl, but I, I'm going to say that the majority of them are solidly male. That's, we know our demo. Yeah, we know our demo. Did a lot of research, surveys. Yeah, throughout some... Uh, focus groups. Focus groups. But we're back. And we're going to kind of, you know, this episode, it's kind of it's going to be kind of uh, slower because we're kind of coasting back into it. We do want to keep doing this, though, uh, so look forward to these episodes either on, on SoundCloud or iTunes or I on... We're on Google, I think, for the one person in the world who might listen to podcasts on Google. Sure. We should get on Spotify. I think that they do podcasts there. That's now, where right? the money is. Ooh. Ask YouTube, Taylor's. right? We, uh... Well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be on YouTube <clears throat> if you like to listen to your podcasts on YouTube, which I actually like listening to podcasts on YouTube. You know, I don't mind it either, just because I usually have YouTube open anyway. Yeah, same. So, same. Uh, it's not, I can tab away from a video. Mm-hmm. It's just audio. So we're back, and hopefully this is the start of us doing a lot more things with not just Game & Grub, but Hammy Cooks in general and, and other gaming stuff. Uh, we have so many... Th- we were talking before the show of all these things that we're planning, and we'll keep that kind of a surprise uh, as things go forward, but I hate surprises, so I will... <laughs> once we do have things set in stone, um, we'll definitely warn you guys on either uh, the Game & Grub channel... Uh, put out maybe a special message uh, or on our Twitters and, and kind of keep you posted on that end. But yeah, we're back. I'm very excited to be so back am I. in the, po- the podcasting studio. Yes, I moved and I moved to a place where there isn't constant uh, freeway traffic, <laughs> like, you know, inches away from the house. Um, so we can actually record proper shows now. Um, not only that, but we're going to start doing live stream. We're going to probably get some mukbang action going on. Yeah. We're going to be the who's the who are the podcasts that you or the radio shows that you just get to watch people talking to a microphone. Uh, everybody loves those, right? You eat with your eyes first. Yes. Yeah. And the one thing that this podcast has been missing is video, video of us eating. <laughs> yeah. And you know mouth sounds. Yeah. Which which is also horrendous on audio. Like there's <laughs> nothing worse than listening to someone eating. No, you know what? This is going to be, this is a gaming and food podcast, yeah. and the live stream will have an ASMR component. There you go. Just foul ASMR, though, <laughs> like, like you're dying of plague ASMR. Hey, some people are really opposed to mouth sounds like eating. That I hate thing. them. I hate and, them. Yeah, see, but other people, like, it's a, it's an ASMR trigger for them, and they actually do enjoy that. Okay, well, so, you heard that. Everyone go out and get some expensive headphones. We'll put a trigger warning up when the yeah. when the chewing noises are, so you can turn it down. Well, actually, and, you know... Or we, up. We're joking, but we actually should probably work that out, how we're going to record that. <laughs> <laughs> if we do it all. That might be... You know what? Um, in the I future... Think, I figured it would be sitcom style. The food's in front of us, but we don't touch it. Okay. Well, that's strange. <laughs> Well, in the future, what we'll probably do is we'll live stream this on YouTube. So you can either catch the live stream of the show or you can listen to it, you know, at your own leisure. But I think that's, we definitely want to, you know, we, we you kind of want to see the food. Yeah. And, you know, of course, it's not going to look the way it's presented in commercials or advertisements. And that, I think that's part of the, the kind of reviewing part of it. And we're going to get to the food soon. Should what we have you been up to? Like, what have been, I been up to? It's been so long. It's been so long. I'm going ima- to pretend that I haven't seen you since our holiday episode two years ago. Sure. But also, I, I haven't seen you in general for a long time because, and, and you kept saying, when are we going to do the podcast again? When are we going to do the podcast? And what happened was, um, there was a two-month stretch where I was 
looking for a new place, looking for a good place, uh, I found a great place. I found the dream place, I would say. And I, I did have that in mind. I want to get a place where I can do more YouTube stuff, more podcast stuff. And But during that time, I kept saying, you know what, Jelly, I'm really busy. <laughs> can't, can't, I cannot hang out. Uh, I've got to you know do all this moving stuff. And I'm still not completely moved in. We're in my living room, and I'm looking at a dirty clothes hamper and a stack of books. Um, is that what that is? Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not. I a thought it was a gray rectangle. It's not a flat screen. It's we're 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 recording the look. The some people some people have a giant TV. You have a stack of books. I think that's uh, class. Yeah. By the way, if you're one of those people that doesn't own a TV, you're boring. <laughs> TV is great. Sorry, there's a lot of great TV. I don't. I don't have time to watch half of the shows I want to watch, and I wish I could. But it's great. Get a TV. It is difficult to do a gaming podcast without a TV yes. and I to can't, play games on. And I can't wait till we get one and we can start playing games on a big, on a nice big screen. Um, and hopefully that'll that'll be part of uh, the show moving forward. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll do. Well, if we could do it live, yeah. So you've been moving. That's, I've been moving. That's yeah. Fun. How have you been? Have you been okay? Yeah, you know, hanging in there. And I got to tell you, even when we're not doing the podcast we're still talking to each other about fast food yeah uh, or about games has there been anything in the fast food world the food world in general that sort of caught your eye and since we yes i would say that taco bell added nacho cheese to everything and i think vastly improved the menu yeah i just i i've been going crazy with taco bell i had to kind of step away from it because uh there was just so much of it but I've been I've been having a lot of fun with that. Have you? Is there something I that recall you... they took the nacho fries away. Yeah. They brought the nacho fries back. Yeah. And now they've taken them away again, and which I hate. Yeah. It's so good. Everybody loves them. Leave them on the menu. It's not a weird economical decision like the McRib, you know, where McDonald's only buys it when there's a weird pork when the pork yeah, market is that's like weird. You know, yeah. Um, so they just came out with the the triple western. Wait, what? At, uh, at Carl's Jr. At Carl's Jr., yes. There's a, there's, a, there's a Western bacon cheeseburger, which I think is one of like, the perfect burgers. Oh, yeah. Uh, the double Western, you know, was the, is the extra one. They have a triple Western now. It's too much. Of course. It's, I think triple any it's burger way too is much. too much, yeah. There's only so much beef you want to eat. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and we'll be, we'll be back with our review of Carl's Jr. Impossible Burger. Impossible. No, Beyond. Beyond. Oh. <laughs> Impossible Beyond, it is uh, meat I, that is not quite so. It's meat that is not meat. We'll meet you after the break. Yeah, I've seen a lot out here in the West. But a juicy charbroiled burger with a patty made from plants? Only the folks at Carl's Jr. can pull out something that bold. This week we had the Beyond Famous Star with cheese. Yes. From Carl's Jr. I think there's a couple other places. There's an... Is it the Impossible Whopper? Is that what it's called? I don't uh, know what Burger King is. I've... <laughs> I've... Uh, I've hired a wizard <laughs> to eliminate all memory of that horrid restaurant. The, the BK Farmhouse, like, really got you. Uh, that was... That, that might have been episode, the last drop. I think, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to that Burger King. I've, it could be demolished, for all I know. Have you been to Burger King at all since then? Yes. And what did you order? Um, not that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what I ordered. You, I think it was just a drink. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> don't touch the food, and you're probably solid. Because uh, you had like plastic on like a dessert, right? I had the worst cheesecake of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. We're not talking about. They. I think they. A lot of places. I think Del Taco as well. 
Del Taco has uh, Impossible Tacos. Okay. I believe Taco Bell is going to start doing something with them. Uh, Taco, Taco Bell's going to start uh, putting meat that isn't meat in their food? Yeah. They're going to start? They're going to upgrade <laughs> They're gonna upgrade from the dog food grade <laughs> meat that they use now, which I love, by the way. I love their Taco Bell. No, we, we probably go to Taco Bell the most out of any, like, I don't know if... Probably. Out of out of any other fast food place, I think, think Taco Bell's right. probably. I think you're right. Uh, up there, so it's okay that we talk crap about it. But yeah, it's a love hate. <laughs> We've earned that right. Yeah. By by giving them lots of. We've money. We've spent so much money. Yeah. We're practically investors. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. We should invest if we're going to spend that much money <laughs> on uh, get some get some Taco uh, Bell stock. But we didn't have anything from Del Taco mm-hmm. or Burger King. We had Carl's Jr. We had Carl's Jr. And I got to preface this with: I love fake meat. I love real meat too. But I'm also kind of obsessed with fake soy products and, and fake meat, fake bacon, fake turkey, fake everything, because we're at a point now where it's really good. You're right. So I'll, I was thinking about, as I was eating it, uh, I was wondering like what uh, it was going to be like. Because the last time I had a, I don't know what they called it back then, but it was about 10 years ago. I had a, a ve- not a veggie burger, but maybe it was a veggie burger. It was a veggie burger, burger probably, yeah. Like a boca. Yeah, which is not good. It was not Not good. satisfying at all. And I was really concerned, but I mean, I don't know why I was concerned, because it's been 10 years. The technology for making plant products taste like uh, meat has vastly improved. The last mm-hmm. non-meat, uh, or it's, I don't know, it's a weird thing, because like you could eat like an eggplant parmesan, but that's not pretending sure. to be chicken. This is, it's pretending to, it's emulating meat. Uh, but it was these uh, pulled pork uh, except it was like jackfruit or something. That's also tasty. Um, and that's fine because mostly you're looking for texture and sauce flavor. Sure. When you're doing pulled pork. And it was a good approximation. So I was, you know, I was I was surprised. But with a hamburger, there's nowhere to hide. It's nope. just usually just meat, maybe a few seasonings, and it's just grilled. And, you know, Carl's Jr. does the flame. Do they do the flame grill? I don't yeah. know. Okay. I, I'm getting, I don't know if I'm getting my... my, my Charbroiled. Charbroiled burgers. That's right. That's right. Is the That's catchphrase. Right. And when I first had it, I, ha- I mean, I've been, ha- I've been eating these since I came out. It's about, you know, a little less than half a year ago. And the first time I had it, I was like, what? Did they, gave me the re- Did they give me the right hamburger? And a few more bites and I was like, okay, this is fake. But it's very serviceable, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, that would never happen to me. What happened to you? No. I don't think it was bad. I, serviceable is the perfect word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I opened the box and I got... I could smell a difference. Sure. Like my nose was like something, something bovine is not happening. Yeah, here. your caveman brain kicked and then in. I, yeah. And then I looked at it and I was like, this is not the correct color. Yeah, it is a little off. Um, um, but I mean, What color would you call me. that? What color would you call it's, that? It's, uh, it's like a dark salmon. <laughs> it's not gonna, orange. I, I was going to call it uh, work, work, uh, work suit khaki. Like the kind of khaki you would have to buy for, like if you lived, if you worked at an office job. Mine was a little orangey, like it was a, uh, it was dark. Well, it's a, it's a khaki for casual Friday. Yeah. Yeah, but it, the but color it is good. off. The color is off. The look is off. But it's, the texture was actually fine. The texture was great. Yeah. Which is, I find a lot of different plant products, uh, they don't get the texture right. And, mm-hmm. and I like one, the taste. The taste was great too. I, I'll say that ever since it came out. When I go and I, and I always get the famous star. That's my that's my standard go to uh, Carl's Jr. thing. I get the famous star on the fi- fresh baked bread, and I've been getting it with the beyond with the is it Beyond Meat? 
It's beyond me. Beyond. Yeah. That's a beyond. I always get it with the beyond me because I just, um, I, I feel like I'm tricking myself. I think that's myself. a brand, right? Beyond Burgers. Yes. yes. You can buy beyond, it in the stores probably. There's Beyond and then there's the Impossible Burger. And I'm kidding myself into thinking that it's healthier. I don't know if it is. I actually looked this up because oh, I was, uh, when I was, you had just said, uh, yeah, we'll do the uh, Impossible Burgers that have been going around. I'm like, okay, I've been living under a rock or something because sure. uh, I've, I've not heard of this. Uh, but I had I'd seen like the Beyond Famous Star advertising. I just didn't exactly ever look too closely at it because the the Western picture was calling my name. Sure. The big car was calling my sure. name. That it is slightly more calories than are you the kidding me? Famous Star. Yeah. No. Are it you is. kidding me? Uh, the I think where the health comes in is like the the, the saturated the fat. fat I guess. Yeah. The saturated yeah. fat is a lot lower. I've, so been, like, I've been living a lie. This is so stupid. Well, it's, uh, it's one of those weird uh, sort of opposite facts. Like, uh, you know the unfrosted Pop-Tarts? Yes. Also oh. have more calories. Yes. Like 10 because, more calories. Yeah. Because they put more of the... The pastry. Uh, yeah, pastry yeah. on it to like, compensate. That's true. And so there's there's less... There's no frosting on it, but it's more calories. So, so I, it is good, though, if you are a vegetarian and you miss uh, really oh, good absolutely. hamburgers. But it's also good for a change of pace. I mean... Sure. I got to imagine how many burgers does an average person eat in a week? Would you say? Um, I eat about two a month. I don't. I try to okay. cut down. I feel like it's more for like the average. The average American, American yes. <laughs> um, I would sub this in for a change of pace every once in a while. I would not have a problem doing that. Oh, I'm so um, I'm still mad <laughs> that they're more calories than they're regular. It's ones. like ten though. Still, you think it would be like <laughs> at least like fifty less, you know? Considering that it's not beef, which is like. One of the most like calorie packed meats you can get. Yeah, that's insane to me. It was just it was an amusing like fact. Someone sure. Well, wrote a whole like food blog about. I think it. it's a good. I think it's a good fact to point out though. Like if you're gonna diet, thinking you're gonna lose weight on impossible. Well, meat. you are like you're you're getting less of the like, the bad. Sure, but I mean, stuff. if we're talking about simply losing weight for cal- just if you're just yeah. counting calories, if you're counting calories. Yeah. You're you not shouldn't gonna be lose fast it. Food you shouldn't be eating fast food. Well, there's you can get the you can get the the um the famous star without the bun. Oh right, yeah. And that would be a pretty. Well, I had it on the regular sesame seed. I should do what you do. It's the fresh baked. Oh, I love the fresh. That's because it's uh, brioche and it's. I assumed. I mistakenly assumed that it might come on that because it's there. Every time they come out with a specialty burger, it comes on the the fresh baked. Oh, love bun. that. That's the best. That's the best uh, thing to happen in fast food. I think the fresh baked bun. But no, like flavor wise, I mean it's it's not, it's not beef. So, I'm not gonna. It, I, if everybody like compares fake meat to meat, sure. And I think it should kind of be its own category. I think I agree with you. I think it's a serviceable patty. Yeah. It's flavorful. Um, it's not offensive. It doesn't have any weird textures or aftertastes, and it sits well. I think. Yeah. Um, Nick, it costs more than the famous star. Did it really too? Does it cost more? Yeah. What is it's this? Like a six dollar burger. This is the, the famous star is like three bucks, isn't it? On its own? I don't even. I don't even. Um, I, see, I don't pay attention to these things, okay. and I should. This is insane. So, how much did you pay for that, for that hamburger? Uh, so I just got the burger, and it was like six something, as opposed to like three and change for the famous star. I believe so. I don't get the famous star, but I assume the famous star is less than four bucks. Okay. Because <laughs> that's their that's their Man, cheeseburger. It better be less. You're than... blowing you're blowing my mind today. Um, well, it's because it's a. Uh... It's a commodity, like it's a specialty thing. It is. I just right. Think they have to. They have to pay whatever company makes the yeah the licensing fee and everything. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like they're they in house have the plant based product. And so you know what? Even it's probably though, cheaper to go and buy Beyond but, Meat and cook it yourself. Sure. If you, you know, have a charbroiler. Even even 
given all these horrible facts that you're laying on me, <laughs> um, I'm still a fan of it. Um, and you know what? Let's rate it. What are what we going to rate it out of? Uh, how about out of soybeans? The soy-based burger? I have no idea. I'm going to say it's got soy in it. I, think, I mean, it's plant-based, right? I've gotten everything wrong about this stupid burger, so I'm probably <laughs> that's, completely... That's something that I this didn't... Is, this is probably something I'm going to be wrong on, too. It's plant-based. If you have, like, protein in a plant, it's got to be soy, right? That's the only way to do it. Oh, no, there's tons... I mean, wheat has protein in it. Not complex protein. No, I guess not. I don't know. I what don't else know. do you want to rate it out of? <laughs> Let's rate it out of soybeans. Okay. I think I give it four out of five. You know what? I'm going to give it a four. You know what? Even with the new... I'm getting all these all this new stuff, and I was gonna put. Because I would get it again. I would get it again. Yeah, you know what? I was gonna I, I was gonna knock it down to three point five. I think I'm gonna give it a four. It's a solid four. Yeah, no, it's it for what it is. It's a four. It tastes good. Yeah. You know, put it on a put it on a Western Carl's Jr. Then I'll. Uh... Can you order the patty on the other hamburger? That is a good question. I did not ask. Okay, I'm almost positive you can because they have them there. It's I not should... like it's a big. I should try asking that next time. Hmm. Get the, can I get a Western with the Beyond? Can I get a Beyond Western? And they'll say it has bacon on it. And, weird. And as this goes, you know what? I hope this is a trend that explodes. Yeah. I hope that McDonald's gets one. I, Burger King, already, I think they already have it, but it's Burger King, so I was just cares? reading an article that uh, uh, Americans are eating less meat. Yes. So I think that's positive for the world. Yeah, the environment um. certainly, but also... I, for our diets, well, apparently not if it's got more calories. <laughs> Again, you're, if you're just looking at calories, you're sure, being you're disingenuous. Right. You're right. I'm being disingenuous, and uh, <laughs> it's got less saturated fat, which is probably going to kill you less in the, in the long run. And I hope it catches on. I hope I'm trying to think of a place that I would love to have a vegetarian option. Uh, other than we know it's coming to Taco Bell, we know Del Taco has it already. Uh, I think McDonald's is kind of. Putting out the feelers out there. Where's a McDonald's bo- like stopped all their specialty stuff recently? They're like slimming down their menu. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll decide to get on this bandwagon or not. What's a place that you would like to see it adopted? I would love to have a Beyond Big Mac. I gotta tell you that right mm-hmm. now because I bet that would be very tasty. What's a, what's a fast food restaurant that you wish uh, implemented uh, Beyond or just, Impossible products? Just for the fun of it, I think Arby's. Would do hilarious. That would be insane. How a, would you even do that? Oh. Like a, a an Arby's product where they don't have the meats. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like a yeah. How would you do like a shaved? Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I would. I think you know what? I'm changing my answer. I want Arby's. <laughs> I want. I want Arby's. We do not have the meats. We have this, <laughs> you know, stupid thing uh, that has more calories. Hey, at Arby's, it might not. No, it most certainly will. It's Arby's. <laughs> Which is maybe the worst food you can eat, like, you know, health-wise. They smother things in, like, vinegar and cheddar. And just <laughs> I love it, by the way. I'm, I'm, oh, no, it's fantastic. I think we've talked about how we're the biggest Arby's apologists on the world. I think, I think we are. Yeah, but um, it's, not, it's certainly not healthy. No <laughs> one's... I'm not kidding myself on that, on that end. Is there um, an Arby's close to you? Is your there new, isn't. New I was talking about that with my family that was visiting recently. You'd have to go all the way down. I have to go. Yeah. I have to drive like the length of a town to go to an Arby's. It'll be a destination place. Yeah, like date night. There you go. There you go. I'm also not near In and Out, which makes me sad. Ah. But I'm near a freeway that I can find an In and Out on, so that's kind of cool. Good. But so I'm I'm reasonably close to In and Out. Anyway, so those are so yeah, for those are Beyond, Beyond Burger. Uh, when we're back, we're going to talk about which that I'm really excited because we haven't talked a lick of it with each no, other yet. No, we've been saving. Um, we're going to talk about the new blockbuster that's 
sweeping the country. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. The great electric mouse detective. Yeah. All the legendary flavor, none of the meat. When the wagon of change comes, you ride along with it. The new Beyond Famous Star with Cheese, only at Carl's Jr., where the food is the star. And we're back. Um, we had to take a little bit of an elongated break there because all this talk about hamburgers uh, made me crave a hamburger. So I postmated a hamburger. Uh, and I gotta say, I did not get the impossible meat. <laughs> I got the original Famous Star. <laughs> no nonsense. How much was it? Uh, oh man, don't even ask. I well, got, how much I, was just the burger to tell you? Oh, um, no, no, I got the combo. Oh, yeah. how much was the combo? Seven bucks? Seven, seven and bucks? change? Seven and change? Well, the combo for the Beyond one is $10. Ugh. So. Yeah. It was like, looks like, looks to be about a $3 difference. But enough this. about the, yeah, which we this like, is not which the, we like. This is not the food portion of the no, podcast. No, this is the gaming portion of the podcast. And, um, we do want to we do want to talk about video games, but I think sometimes uh, an event happens that kind of dips into uh, gaming culture in general, and that's what happened with Detective Pikachu. Yeah, uh, we saw it. I saw it uh, the Sunday it came out, Mother's Day. I uh, also saw. I took my mom to I see it. I took my mom. My mom. My mom actually called it out. My mom doesn't really like video games that much, but she saw the trailer. She's like, I want to go watch Detective Pikachu. So I took her, and I took my family, and we we all enjoyed. A great time, a great day uh, watching Detective Pikachu. And I want to tell you, before we get to the actual meat of it, uh, a lot of reviews said, you know, if you don't know what Pokemon is, you're going to be lost. Oh, no. My mother <laughs> is a 65-year-old lady, doesn't know uh, Snorlax from a Rhyhorn. Is she a listener? I don't. She doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> My mother is a listener, so oh, I'm going to be cool. very careful when I Hi, talk Mrs. about Hi, Is it Mrs. Jelly Sound? Yeah. Is that her online name, or does That's, she have like an? Does she have? Does she technically her screen name is Kimba? Does Kimba enjoy minion memes? Her twin sister does. Okay. I have not seen her, thankfully, throw out minion memes. Okay, that's good, because moms love my oh, mom included. My gosh, yeah. Loves the minions. Anyway, but we're not talking about minions. We're not talking about moms. We're talking about Detective Pikachu. My mom saw the movie. I asked her at the end. It's like, were you lost at all during the movie? She's like, and she said, and it was. It was prophetic. I was like, did you get it? I, was, I said, did you get it? And she's like, what's to get? Because <laughs> it's a movie for children. Yeah. Like, it's not, you're not watching The Godfather. You're not watching Game of Thrones. You're watching Detective Pikachu. And the concept of Pokemon is very simple to get, yeah. even if you are a dullard movie reviewer. What I love about, I mean, it's basically, you wouldn't question a movie that's like, just got animals, like wildlife in it. Sure. And that's essentially what every every piece of wildlife that would be in a real world movie sure. is a Pokemon yeah. in this movie. And that's just, as far as the world building aesthetic, that's something that I loved about it. Was that you just see little critters running around. Rhyme City, it smacked of Hong Kong. It looked like Hong yeah. Kong. It had the feel, like especially like the outdoor markets at night. I know, the giant egg-shaped building. I was like, this is London. They filmed this in London. Egg-shaped building? There's like the... I missed that. I guess. It's like a London landmark. Oh, okay. I don't know from London. <laughs> you don't I, watch enough Doctor Who. I know. No, of course not. <laughs> I'd, I'd sooner die. Um, oh, dear. I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> uh, I dunk those nerds in toilets. That's how nerdy That's how nerdy Doctor Who people are. Folks. Um, but no, uh, did you enjoy it? 
Uh, the movie, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it very much. I and so like I watch. I brought. We had uh, my brother, his girlfriend, and my parents. We all went to see it for Mother's sure. Day. Sure. Because uh, my mom, she, I mean, her favorite Pokemon's Bulbasaur. So obviously she loves the scene. Bulbasaur kind of kind of rap was one of the like uh, crucial characters in the movie. I don't want to. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, you know what? We'll do a spoiler. We'll, we'll, we'll do that in a, in a yeah. bit. We'll talk yeah. about it. We'll do, we'll just yeah. spoiler free we'll for, make, now, yeah, for now. If you've gotten this far. I mean, it's been a few weeks since the movie's yeah. out. So but still, not, yeah, I want to respect I, that. I like to be respectful. And we'll put a timestamp if you want to sure. jump to the end of the uh, podcast where we're done talking about the spoiler section yes. of the movie. But she likes, she likes, she knows, I mean, she only knows the original. Well, she knows some Johto stuff because she watched the cartoon. Oh, like, there you go. on our house. She knows. She knows some of these Pokemon. She knows like the Psyduck. She knew Cubone. Uh, she leans over to me in the first part of the movie. She's like, "Who's that like big <laughs> one?" And I said, "That's Mewtwo." And I wanted more than anything to just like spend the entire like I would go watch the entire movie with somebody and I'd be like, "That's that's a Bofalon. That's a that's a Joltik." On the ride home, I was explaining like all of the canon to to my family about it. Yeah. They had questions, but they they certainly weren't lost. Uh, the Mortalol, I think, was the Pokemon that I had the hardest time remembering. The little floating mushroom guy. Uh, but the rest of them are pretty much ones that you're going to recognize. The ones that are plot-related are also ones that you're going to recognize. They're all the big ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, it's a movie for kids. My uh, my brother's girlfriend was complaining about like the kids in the theater. And, hey, don't go to a kid's movie and complain about the kids in the <laughs> it's theater. It's a kid's movie, Like, yeah. the kids, like, for the first... I don't know, 25 minutes of the movie were just like sort of mumbling, where's Pikachu? Where's Pikachu? And then the moment Pikachu's on the screen, they're, they're silent. They're dumb. They're sure. satisfied. They're Pikachu's on the screen. The little guy's there. They're, they're silent. He, he, like there's a scene without him. Where's Pikachu? Where's sure. Pikachu? And I loved that. Like I loved that. Uh, Enthusiasm. Young, young kids can sort of experience this thing that I've, you know, kind of been into since for the last, you know, 25 My years. My entire childhood. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, since I've been, I've been, I've been with it since day one, because I was born in 1989. So you know, I I was into it when it first hit. Um, conversely, we had some families at my place. There were a lot of old people. It, like not old, but I mean, there were a lot of people. Thirties. Like, yeah, people, people like in their thirties, forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so funny watching them after the movie, kind of conver- You know, people with like gray hair. Talking emphatically about the Pokemon movie. And the, uh, I don't know if, so, what's the actor who plays the, it's Bill... Bill Nighy. Nighy. That's how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay. Um, I was reading an interview about him that he, like, bought uh, the encyclopedia. He got super into Pokemon for, like, the sake of this movie. When he walked into the movie, Bill Nighy did not know a lick about Pokemon. And the more he spent on set, he got obsessed with it. I think he bought a game or two. He yeah. bought, and then so he wanted to learn everything there was to learn about the world, which I think is so cool and kind of speaks to Pokemon's kind of yeah. uh, natural. When you haven't, I haven't really seen that kind of energy. I saw it a little bit when Pokemon Go came out. Sure, like, but then the, t- the kind of thing where people from multiple generations are in the theater talking about Pokemon and how cool like everything was. I haven't seen that since Pokemon Go, and that was a few years ago. But before that, I haven't seen that kind of uh, sort of really cool energy since like the first Pokemon movie, like the first couple back when they were in theaters. Uh, it was, there was a cartoon movie. that was like something to see, you know, the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I would say this one had a little bit more like umph to it as far as like the way people connected to it. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think it was an effective movie. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I think that they captured the Pokemon world pretty awesome 
and they didn't um, make any weird like cynical choices as far as uh, the way they portrayed things. Um, people got mad about Jigglypuff's fur. If you got mad about Jigglypuff's fur, so uh, they're based it. on animals. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's gonna be there's there's two like ways to do it. And in the, in the uh, in the anime, like it's a cartoon. Yeah, you don't have a lot of detail sure. on things. Everything's kind of flat. But whenever you do like be up close and personal with a Pokemon, they they like brush like what is just a solid yellow or solid like Jigglypuff like skin, and it they like fur appears, you know, because there's detail because something's touching it. So like Pokemon have fur, and it's more than you know. Just like the three curly lines on like an Ursa ring, you know. Mr. Mime was adequately creepy as he is in. I the loved games. the Mr. Mime Mr. sequence. Should we great. jump? Should we stop? Uh, I think we need to. I, I have so many. I'm like jotting down things I want to talk about, and they're all spoiler related. Let's so just. Yeah, let's. Um, what did you, you want to rate it first before we do spoilers? No, let's okay. let's let's do spoilers, and then yeah. we'll touch on. We'll put timestamps in the description so yeah. you know when to yeah. Jump to. Sure. But if you have not seen Detective Pikachu... Go watch it. And you care. Like, if you have not seen it and you care about Detective Pikachu enough to avoid spoilers for this long, uh, uh, go watch it. Yeah. And we're going to enter the spoiler zone yeah. in three, two, one. All first, right. first moment. <laughs> uh, first, like, line of the movie. Like, it opened so... Like, for a second, I thought, wait, is this Detective Pikachu or is this that uh, remake of the first Pokemon movie? Because you have Mewtwo in a tank, and he literally says, like, they're out there. And then the first line of, like, the, the original Pokemon movie, Mewtwo says, like, those voices, they're out there. Oh. Where I must be. Man, see, this is why it pays to have a certified Pokemon master on your show. Because I don't know the deep lore like you do. <laughs> um, and actually, oh, I kind of want to watch this movie with you now, because I'm sure... Or, like, go through it with you. A lot of and the stuff in point that lab, stuff. like, was a huge... Call back to the kind of Cinnabar Island Mewtwo kind of like lore stuff. Uh, and I thought that was fantastic. It was a fantastic... There were a couple uh, beats of this movie that I was really happy about how well they connected to the game and how well they connected to the anime. They didn't compromise. I thought they were going to retell the Mewtwo story and they were going to change parts of it. No, they even say at one point he was built in Cinnabar Island, mm -hmm. he escaped... And we captured him. You know, so yeah. that canon that we know about Mewtwo is still there, which I thought was great. I thought the portrayal of... I think the most effective portrayal of Pokemon on, of a Pokemon on the screen was Mewtwo. I think they captured him yeah. perfectly. See, the, the oh, sort of cute ditto, banter. Ditto. Ditto. Well, oh, ditto. We'll, we'll so, we'll get to the, ditto. so that's the other thing. Is the, to the game, to the anime, and to the manga. Because mm -hmm. some of the ditto stuff was... Uh, Kind of explored in the in the manga, like okay. po Pokemon Adventures, not the the one that's not the one that's like that follows the storyline of the games, not the storyline of the anime. But yeah, from the from the very get go, like I was really excited about everything. You got the whole like sort of thing at the beginning, uh, with the Cubone. That was great. I was, and I I thought that the movie was gonna take like a weird turn when he's talking to the Cubone, and he like. He's he's saying some pretty like, funny things. And what did they say it. like a second into the cubone? It's like it's like yeah, not a lot of people could uh, pull off wearing the skull of their dead relatives, but you know you do it. That's the line. See, and then I... you're not a fire type trainer. You're not a you're not a water type. You're, the type of Pokemon you need is the lonely Pokemon. Uh, cubone is the lonely Pokemon. That's the uh, Pikachu's the electric mouse Pokemon. Uh, Caterpie's the caterpillar Pokemon. Like the, every Pokemon has a. Like a type like that, like the like the 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 blank Pokemon. Sure, Cubone's the lonely one. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Um, I really liked the Mister Mime sequence. That was really good. Uh, 
Just the whole, like, the Mr. Mime, like, in the trailer, it made him seem like he was a little nefarious. Yeah. Uh, but here he's just, it's like, no, he's, he's Mr. Fine. Mime will cooperate with you if you play by, like, his rules. Yeah. Uh, which I really thought was a, was a fun, like, thing that they did. I liked the fight, the fight club sort of thing, the dog fight. That was definitely a high point when mm-hmm. they have that big Pokemon battle and, you know, you have a Gengar fighting yeah, against... Yeah, the Gengar uh, Blastoise, like, double team. The, yeah, that, uh, was, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Charizard versus Pikachu, mm-hmm. which was awesome to see. And then uh, Pikachu throwing the magic harp, trying to get it to evolve. Oh my gosh, and then, great. like, that pays off, too. Absolutely. Uh, I thought the whole, the set piece thing with the balloons was kind of fun. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Bill Nike brought it. Oh, absolutely. The second I saw him in the wheelchair, I was like, okay, this is the bad guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> no. Well, he's he's the most well known besides like Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Uh, he's it's like those are the two like stars in this movie. Everybody sure. else is kind of like an unknown. Yeah. Uh, which I think is great because yeah. it's a it's a movie for kids. They don't. You know, don't want a distraction yeah. from the Pokemon. Well, I guess, yeah. I, I forgot to mention Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's just his voice, you know. Um. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Bill Nighy brought it. Like he is. I mean, Bill Nighy is a great villain. You mm-hmm. might, if you don't know, if you're familiar with the. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, he plays Davy Jones. Oh, absolutely. Although he's fantastic. He's in, he's in green screen, but he's still, you know, putting off a performance that I don't think a lot of actors could have done. Um, he's a great, great villain. I'm glad they got him. Mm-hmm. His ditto may be the creepiest yeah. character in the movie. Well, it's a, it's a callback to uh, Duplica's ditto in the anime uh, is having trouble transforming. And so its face uh, is two dots in like a line. Like it's got ditto's face on everything it transforms into. Uh, his Ditto does that with all the Pokemon, um, but his Ditto can and transform into, into people. humans, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and, creepy as hell. Uh, that's kind of a thing that was in the in the manga. There's a Ditto, it's like Blue's Ditto, uh, transforms into things like handcuffs, and uh, I think was a, like a decoy Pokeball at one point. Sort of like trickster kind of stuff. Sure. Transforming into non-Pokemon, which is the thing that, uh, that Ditto normally they can't do. I thought there was a there was an Eevee at one point evolves into a Flareon. In the Pokemon Adventures again, there's a special Eevee that was like a tortured experiment from like Team Rocket that can transform and transform back. Oh wow! And so Red finds uh, like a Thunderstone, Leafstone, not Thunder, Leafstone, a Thunderstone, Waterstone, and Firestone that don't disappear after you use them. He like finds like the secret like the good ones sure and then he can he like befriends that eevee and can basically transform it from an eevee to a flareon to a jolteon to a vaporeon at will sure uh and i i thought they might have been doing something there or it could have just transformed into it, a was, flareon. it was mostly just exposition yeah <laughs> it's just fun but it was cool to see i will say that my favorite part of the movie because it got a rise out of pretty much everyone i was with especially my mom though i was sitting next to my mom and when Pikachu's defeated, kind of, and he starts singing the theme song. Oh my gosh. The original Pokemon movie, or Pokemon show. Uh, she lost it, because, you know, n- no one doesn't recognize that song, mm-hmm. you know, immediately. And I think the theater was, you know, had a laugh riot when that happened. And that was yeah. super funny. I, I think that was easily the funniest part of the movie. Near the end of the movie, I would say, not for kids. <laughs> like, the weird transcendental, yeah. trans, the weird, like, transhumanist thing where... That bad guy's transferring the souls of He's humans like into them, Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Creepy as hell. Um, unsettling. I will also say Mewtwo moving his lips. Super unsettling. 
Yeah, he's <laughs> not like psychic. saying that. He's, usually, you don't you don't see that kind yeah, of. Yeah, he speaks mentally. You know, mm-hmm. the, every other part. Did he have teeth? Yeah, he had weird teeth. It was so unsettling. Yeah. What is with uh, these animated CGI characters and teeth? You know, what's the deal with? Oh, that's save that for another episode. Because <laughs> uh, I could I could talk about that for hours too, but we won't get into that. Foreshadow that for us. And I'm not and I'm not bothered by the teeth. I'll say that that's my uh, that's my two cents. Like, I mean, Iago had teeth. Aladdin. Sure. Like people people like to get mad about stuff. Yeah. People like to get um, mad on that internet. Yeah. Um, but no, I I liked. Uh, I think that my least favorite part. Because I felt like the Torterra... I got mad. I got mad at the Torterra thing. I was like, this is dumb. And well, it just... It, it felt like it was... It took too long. Yeah, it took a long time. It didn't serve a purpose. Yeah. Because they just went back to the car. Yeah. And which... then, to, to that effect, too, uh, I was, like, mad that Psyduck was, like, super powerful. I was like, he can't do that in real life. I mean, that's kind of the anime. Yeah. She was she was a big call to Misty. I really liked her intro. She, like, introduces herself, like, basically like any NPC would in a video game. Wait, what, how did she do that? She, like, walks up. It's, it's, it's super, like, cheesy. Like, almost, like, overacted. Like, I'm... What was her name? She's like, I'm and, I, and, I, and I've got the scoop. Okay. Uh, yeah, almost like, like you're about to like, fight her. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like when two trainers. I was getting very when two trainers eyes meet. You have to battle uh, vibes from that, and I I like I really like that because I don't know. There's some video game movies that don't capture the spirit of it. Yeah, and I think this one did, and I like. And sometimes I would. I mean, my school of thought used to be: don't try, don't try to make your video game movie seem like a video game. The ending, the the uh, the credits. That was fantastic. Where they superimposed. I'm sorry, yeah. crying. I didn't cry throughout the movie. My whole family was crying. I really, I, I I'm cold inside, so I didn't uh, didn't really jag with me. But the the credit sequence where they were putting up all these old time graphics, yeah. superimposed with like credit. I, I that almost got to me, um, which I loved. No, I love that. Yeah, the credit sequence. Was really the good. credit sequence was great. Uh, favorite Pokemon in the movie, like, and not even like the one that you liked the most, but like. Uh, the um, one that you thought was portrayed really good on screen. I loved Loud Red. Loud Red was Loud great. Reds are dancing around. They were like the, the they were like the assistant to the DJ, which yeah. makes sense because <laughs> well, they they got speakers on. Yeah. there. my brother was disappointed. His favorite Pokemon's Exploud. He's like they could have just used one Exploud. I'm like Exploud is like big. giant well, muffler pipes. People would be and deaf. Like his his mouth is literally like too big. Loud Red looks like a speaker. Yeah. Loud Loud Red is the aesthetic choice for. Uh, for that, I liked. I think the Pokemon I was happiest to see just was like a, a flyby was the like a Joltik. I kept catching little guys, and that was one of them. The one that I caught was the mm-hmm. Joltik, and I was like, "Oh come on!" What? No, I mean like they went through that much trouble to even like animate yeah, like for little, like two little seconds. Spider. Yeah, little, Joltik. little spiders, and that's how mm-hmm. that's how dense the movie is with Pokemon. I think There's some so people uh, said that because of the sort of diversity of the Pokemon portrayed, that there's some that had to be there: Charizard, the Gengar, Absolutely. and the Blastoise. Uh, although the Gengar could have been fighting a Niran, if I they really loved, wanted to. I love the Gengar portrayal. Yeah, who who like Mewtwo looked completely unsettling. He looked as well, Gengar as should. He, yeah, exactly. He with his tongue and mm-hmm. the thing. My friend, uh, my friend Leticia watched it, and she almost wanted to leave when uh, the lick a tongue thing happened on the oh, train. Oh my gosh! They almost like I heard they almost didn't put that in the movie, which also was pretty unsettling. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I was talking to somebody about that. They're like, look at them super intense. I was like, yeah, but the Greninja literally grabbed and 
like coiled the yes. female train on the side like, in its tongue. It's less creepy though. Greninja Greninja has like Greninja has a bit of tongue. Greninja has grace. <laughs> Lickitung is just this derpy, weird. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, I don't like it. I th- I, I love. I, I don't. I can't think of something that I don't. Is there something in the movie that you don't like that that you think was not effective? Because off the top of my head, I don't remember coming away with um, anything that was too negative. Off the top of my head, I'm not thinking of anything that just flat out didn't work for me, or that I couldn't get around. I thought the. I thought sort sort right at the end. I thought the the the, the Grovile thing, not the Grovile thing, the uh, the Torterra. Okay, there we go. So I would say Torterra, that sequel was too long, too. There's like a little uh, exhibit where they've got two Torterras. It's like, we did a Torterra growth experiment. And essentially, you've realized, and I, I figured it out early. I was like, I really hope they don't just make the entire landmass they're on just on the giant turtle. So the Torterra are giant turtles that just sort of stand up. The perspective's all off for me because like you see like a vertical you know, wall. like Stuff's breaking apart. And like it just made me think, like if they're this big... One, where are they? How far is this lab from the city that they're now going to be able to travel back to the city in time for the parade? Because everything is happening on the same day. And it just, it, like, I get that they wanted a set piece and functionally it really only let them escape from the Greninja. Uh, which they could have just done another way because they had the Psyduck do that. Or they could have made that the moment that Pikachu re- rediscovered that he could use his powers. It's a visual set piece that doesn't, it's yeah. a visual set piece that doesn't pay off. Mm-hmm. And it was probably my least... My biggest gripe with the movie. Were uh, you mad at the weird... Uh, some people were mad at the weird plot twist at the end. So I'm not sure that it's canon that uh, Mewtwo can do that. Like no, that's no. A power that's, that that's new. That's yeah. New. Somebody mentioned that the plot was a lot like Zootopia. Do you ever see Zootopia? I don't think it's like anything like Zootopia. So in the fact that there, it's a big city where all the animals uh, sort of live in harmony. Uh, there's a drug introduced that makes everybody go berserk. And but then the, the, the villain drug is the the villain is the public official, like the but governor. the drug was a means to an end. It wasn't the end, you know. The drug was only introduced so that they could transfer. It. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like uh, someone mentioned, is a uh, plot elements kind of followed. Zootopia. I think it's, I think it's a stretch. Someone it's... made that, and I was like, I can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I think it's a stretch. Yeah, and I I, I am pretty sure it's. Very similar to the plot of the game, actually. The what? Did I pick and choose a game for the 3DS? Oh, I see. I've never played it. Most people haven't. So it's it's very similar to that? Uh, as far as the who's R, the, ba- who's the, the bad, drug. Who's the bad guy in there? Um, it's whoever's uh, in charge of like, the parade. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I mean, I don't know all the details of the game. Oh, man. I got to check out. I'm going to look up the Wikipedia a little later. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that there's a... There's a um, R is a drug that's causing Pokemon to go berserk. Sure. Detective Pikachu is tasked with... Uh, but the plot twist at the end is that the kid's dad yeah. was inside the Pikachu the whole time. I thought that <laughs> made a lot of sense. Some people are probably... People got mad. Happen. I love it. How come it. he can talk was... to Pikachu? Yeah. Um, and it's because they have like a blood... They're blood related. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's his dad's soul inside of Pikachu... Laying dormant because his body's all broken. Yeah. Mewtwo um, has to heal the body, but he has he to... He needs DNA from the kid first. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, Ryan Reynolds is his actual dad. Like, And I want to say Ryan something. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is, a, is an attractive man. And they're trying to make him look a little bit less attractive in the movie. They tried to make <laughs> him look, like, kind of dis- disheveled. And He's got I think they a... gave him, like, a weird crooked teeth thing, too. 
And it didn't work. No. <laughs> he's, he's still handsome. He's... <laughs> it's absolutely true, yeah. They yeah. gave him, like, stubble. Yeah. He's got, didn't... like, six... He's got, like, ten-hour shadow. Because I was thinking for a second, I was like, I wonder if the dad is going to be Ryan Reynolds. Or certainly they'll, they'll, they'll have... They'll cast someone else. But yeah. then he comes out, and I'm like, really? But I wasn't mad, but I was like, that's uh, brave. That's a brave choice. Someone... Some, I think it was my, my brother-girlfriend was like, they did, like, colorblind casting for him. I'm like, no... Like his mom's, his mom was his of, mom's black of color, yeah. So, yeah. all right, wait, am I allowed to say of color? Do I need to cut that out? No, you can say black. Okay. I I always <laughs> use of. Uh, maybe I'm the one that you need to cut out. I don't, I don't know. know, but I think the I think we're not coming from a point of malice here. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I was I was just like it's just a yeah like that's genetically possible. Like why? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I just was amusing to me um, that like that was the thing that you mentioned. Cause, sure. Um, uh, I was happy with it. Let's rate the movie. Yeah. What are we rating this one out of? Uh, Deerskin caps. Okay. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Uh, detective hats. I would, Yeah, but they have like a name. Deer hunter caps. Sherlock hats. Is it a Sherlock hat? I mean, is it like a flat cap? Let's go with Sherlock hats. Detective hats. Yeah, but detectives in the... No, no detective has ever worn that hat outside of Sherlock, I think. It's a dumb hat. <laughs> it's not practical. It's dumb looking. The only reason Sherlock wore it was because he's a drug addict. He had no concept of fashion. True. Not that I'm disparaging drug Or it was addicts. the style of the time when those were written by Conan Doyle. And I don't think there was ever a time when guys were wearing deer skin, like the deer hunter caps all over the place in London. <laughs> uh, Sherlock was peculiar. Yeah. Detective Pikachu was also peculiar. Indeed. That's Okay, so what are you going to rate it? I want to give it five. I'm going to give it five as well. I think I went in, I saw the trailer last year, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. I loved it immediately. I loved the world immediately. Um, and I said, you know what? It's probably going to be fine. It's probably going to be, like again, like the Impossible Burger. It'll be serviceable. Mm-hmm. No, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I loved that it's possible that this exists. Yes. A live action Pokemon movie. I love Pokemon. And not just that. Um, a video game movie that's not... Just yeah. garbage. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, because it's. it would be hard to do a movie that followed the plot of, like, the show or whatever. This actually feels aesthetically like one of the stadium game storyline, like a Pokemon Coliseum or something like that. Like that kind of world. But now people's toes are wet. Kind of like with when Iron Man came out. It got people's feet wet when it came to superhero movies, and then they were able to take chances and make other movies. So yeah. uh, before we get to the next segment... What's your dream Pokemon movie? That's a good question. Off the top of my head, I would love to see like a movie called Pokemon Red. You know? Yeah. But Something I, to follow like I that, don't uh, know if you could do that in two and a half if hours. You could, if you could follow the rough storyline of uh, the, the Red's arc in Pokemon Adventures, I think that would be cool. And then you could do like a sequel, Yellow. Gold, silver. You know, you, you, you um, have the franchise. Because yeah, I think well, because those are the ones that people have the least exposure to. So you'd be able to get away with a lot of things. One of my favorite moments of this movie, the first moment that I loved in this movie, was the Pokemon Movie Studio logo. It's like two seconds long. It's like a Pokeball. Pokemon. And I hope I hope we and see it again. I hope I, we see it again. I turned to everyone. And was like they can they can make movies now. Like they have a they have a logo. And uh, a lot of memes have been going along about the extended uh, Smash Brothers universe. Unnecessary. Dumb. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. Because they're coming out Sonic. There's already a Mario movie. Make a successful Mario movie first, and then we can talk about extended universes. Um, the rumor popped up again, uh, Legend of Zelda, like, live-action oh. series. Oh. And um, see, that's what I would love. 
I would pay money to see a Pokemon Red live action series, a la Game of Thrones. Yeah. Know? Like I would do a, Ze- a Zelda one as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, as far as a movie goes, I'd love to see something like a Kyogre Groudon kind of thing. I don't know if we ever got a satisfying Kyogre Groudon movie. Oh, something to explore. That I can remember. The the Palkia Dialga one's pretty good. There's, pl- I mean, that's the thing about Pokemon. There's almost, you know, 20 years of lore. Yeah. Well, there actually is 20 years of lore. It's, you know, <laughs> 99. So, yeah. Go watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, watch even it if you with your family. Even if, exactly. That's a great, t- that's a great suggestion. Uh, watch it with your loved ones. Watch it with the family. Watch it. Don't be an idiot. Don't just freaking watch it, man. You're going to like it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now that I'm done berating our listeners, uh, <laughs> we're going to do a test test. Uh, and this will be fun because you might not like this. Um, I love. Are we not it. gonna do that when we come back? When we come back, yes. So yeah, that's it for the movie section. This is uh, if you're if you're just tuning back in because you clicked the thing that said come to this timestamp. Yeah, we're done talking about the movie. Spoilers are ended. Woohoo! Uh, we're gonna get to the last section of our famous podcast. What are you thinking, Pikachu? Hmm. Research log, vile. Who could run experiments at that time? A bolt of brilliance! I know the culprit! We're back with the last portion of a typical episode of Game & Grub where we discuss a snack or a treat or something, something else. Sure. And this one's going to be kind of funny, I think. Um, or at the very least interesting because um, we're both going to try... A Mexican candy called pulparindo. You um, translate that for me? Yeah, it means. Uh, I, I think it's a. It's a. Uh, what do they call it when they combine two words? A contraction. Contraction, I guess. Well, a pun. The pulp is pulp, of course. It's the pulp of the tam. Uh, in Spanish, uh, you say tamarind, which is a sour, sweet fruit uh, found in a lot of Thai cuisine, a lot of Mexican. Well, we don't really cook it's with it. It's what makes Thai tea orange. Yes, it's, and it's what, uh, we don't cook with it, but we put it in our candy uh, in Mexico. And tamarindo is tamarindo, so it's pulparindo, if I'm going to, if I'm going to anglicize it. Um, and if you look at the package, it's got Spanish and it's got English on it. Um, and it says extra hot and salted tamarind pulp candy. So there you go, tamarind pulp candy. Mexican it, candies always have the best mascots, I think. What would you call that guy? I think he's, he's just, just a... He's a little candy bar. With a with a cowlick, yes, um, sassy hands. He's he's doing one of these. He's got flames protruding from his mouth. Yes. This says extra hot. I'm gonna debate that. I don't think it's extra hot. I think it's got a little bit of kick, but it's not something. It's not like those uh, flaming hot Cheetos that we okay. make the extra oh, hot ones. Oh my goodness! That I still uh, yeah. My mouth is burning just thinking about yeah. that episode. Now that's one we should have done with uh, cameras and stuff. This. Is kind of like fruit leather. Are you trying it now? You're trying it now. Yeah. I want to see your reaction. I'm gonna have it. I eat these. I buy these in bulk because I love these. It's chewy like fruit leather. This uh, reminds me of the black market elementary school candy that was going around <laughs> my neighborhood. There was both. Was it Lucas? What yes. It? So that it's like some weird. It's like kind of a chili powder candy. It was probably also tamarind. So those I think they put tamarind uh, and chili powder and sugar on top of uh, both watermelon and mango. Oh yeah, that's the best. And those those would go around. Uh, someone would buy a bag of those, sell them for fifty cents, a, like a like a lollipop, out of like backpacks at the recess playground. Someone else, you would have the. And it's it's weird. It's weird that a candy like Lucas exists because it's like a, 
like a line of uh, powdered uh, or granulated. Yeah, it's substance. like sour salt sugar thing. It's hard to explain. But it's 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 like you're doing cocaine. Sure, and you probably feel the same similarly afterwards because it's it's so much sugar and sodium yeah. that it's not. How do you like it? Do you like it? <laughs> I see you biting into it, but you seem confused. Your mouth doesn't know what to think of it. I think about it's, it's conflicting flavors. Yeah, and that's the thing. The thing about Mexican candies is that they are salty, they are sweet, they are spicy, mm-hmm. all at the same time. A lot of them are. Not all of them, but some of them are. This is this is all of those. It's a it's a feast for the senses. Yeah, and uh, I, I think it's a little salty. It is a little salty. Well, um, got some water with you, so don't. Yeah, feel free to. <laughs> like, dunk it to I mean, that. the salted. You ever a salted Edo? Like a salted prune. Yes, those are great. The saladitos, they're called. Yeah. See, I I anglicize the name. Yeah. Do you like those? <laughs> I've had those. Yeah. They're very salty. Oh, they are so salty. There, there's about in one little prune. There's about uh, you know two days worth of sodium in it. Maybe more. More than that. Maybe more. Yeah. It's like six thousand. But they make these other ones that are marinated in like a sweet tamarind flavored syrup and those are delicious Hmm. but Mexican candies are it's you're seeing more and more of these flavor profiles out there as people get more familiar with things like tamarind it's not it's not a fruit that you see at the grocery store that often the flavor is really intense yeah which I don't like in the texture of the fruit leather sure I think in this like a fruit leather sort of texture I want something milder okay this would I think would be more suited to like a hard candy kind of thing they do make hard candies of uh, pulparindo, I think, hmm. and um, and lollipops and different shapes. But yeah, I think that your assessment is pretty correct as far as Mexican flavors are very bossy when it comes to candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't like that sometimes. People like something more simple, more kind of, um, especially if you're eating it as like a dessert. It's kind of weird to have such intense flavors at the end of a meal. I yeah, love those them. are more like a snacking candy. Sure. I love them. Uh, I have I have three boxes of them here, and they usually last me about I don't know a month or two. I put some of these in some mango sorbet I made, and it's delicious. Like uh, chopped up? Yeah, like chopped up. Okay, that would be yeah. that would be good. It's really Using good. Using this as like a candy for sorbet like yeah, or something. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, what would you rate the pulparindo? You're not vomiting right now. You're not spitting it out, and you keep eating it. You don't actually have to keep eating it if you don't want to. I'm not gonna force you to finish that. If you're, uh, you know. There's just something about me that, like, I I started, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it. Sure. I will not ask for another one. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably not refuse one just because I don't want to be rude. Sure. But I would probably not seek this out. You would not seek it out. Okay. I think for me, I mean, because I don't, do I judge it objectively as, like, a piece of candy or do I, personally, I would be, like, 2.5. Okay. Tamarind. Well, if you're going to have a candy, you want it to be satisfying because you want it to be, it's, mm-hmm. it's a treat. You don't want it to be, you know... You don't want it to be disappointed. You don't want it to be a... I'm trying to think of a, of a crappy candy bar. Uh, what's your least favorite candy bar? Like Payday. I love Payday. And I love Baby Ruth even more. I don't like Kit Kats very much. I don't like the quality chocolate. I don't think the wafer adds much to it. Hmm. So I don't think it's worth the calories. I don't like Payday because it's like it's all nuts. I love... But it's got that, that weird caramel. That isn't caramel. It's like a weird... Oh, it's like a crust between a nougat and a caramel. Well, well... We'll argue candy bars some other time. I think that's <laughs> well, just because I mean, yeah, I like I, I like Kit Kat. It's it's chocolate and wafer. I think that's it a, is, it's all nut. I think that's it's a just well, like why don't you just eat nuts? Sure. 
Well, I want some weird caramel glue to hold them together. <laughs> that, it's got that salty sweet thing, kind of like this. It's got a salty sweet thing going. If you want to seek out Bulfarindo, um, there's a good chance in your grocery store in the Mexican aisle where they have all the foreign food, you can probably find a packet or two of this, uh, either in a box or in a, in a loose bag. Um, and I, and it, it's cheap enough to buy anywhere. I buy a box of these. The box has about 20 of them. Uh, I get a two-pack box for about five dollars. Mm-hmm. This this candy's pretty much given away. That's another thing that I like about it. It's cheap. So I would definitely recommend you try it. And I think you might have the similar reaction to jelly sound. <laughs> uh, but um, keep it in your pantry because you could cook with it. You can probably cook some Thai things with it. You can do what I did. You can add it to mango sorbet. You can use it as a ingredient in a in a future recipe. And it's definitely something interesting because it's a it's Maybe a flavor like a cream cheese bagel. Put it on a cream cheese bagel. Maybe I don't know. That sounds horrifying. Does it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think with fruit, I think tamarind goes really well with fruit because tamarind is a sour. Fruit. It looks kind of like a like a bean actually. If you look at it fresh, um, it's it's kind of a sour fruit, um, but they add sugar to it and they add um, uh, chili powder and and I think some other things, but I don't know what else they add. Salt, lots of yeah, salt. It's, it's pretty salty. I would definitely recommend it. I'm gonna give it a five out of five. I love these things. Um, they have a regular one that comes in a yellow packet. I'm holding the one that's in the spicy uh, one because I like it with a little bit more kick. Um, it's in a red packet. And they even have other flavors of it. They have a mango-flavored one. They have a watermelon-flavored one. And they have a uh, – oh, what's a weird one? I think they had a cantaloupe-flavored one, which okay. is always bad. So don't get uh, – you can try those as well. But I would recommend either getting the yellow one or the red one. Uh, it's the purest form of pulparindo, and, and definitely check it out. We're coming to the end of our show. Yeah. Well, um, um, is there anything else we want to talk about for the future? I think to this episode has followed the format of our previous ones. Yeah. We talked about a food. We talked about a video game, which was a video game movie. We've been talking about like whole franchises, right? Sure. Holistically, we talked about like just the Legend of Zelda series. Or sure. Like and I don't know if we're going to keep doing that. If we might switch to an individual basis. We might talk about smaller topics. We might, I don't know. What do you got any ideas? Well, looking forward to the future of game and grub. I think that moving forward, uh, we want to. The only reason we're doing this again is because we actually had a few people say that they wanted more of this. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of you can't, you can't podcast can't exist in a void. You got to so, give the people what they want. So do you remember the name of the, the email that we had for this? Uh, I believe it was game and grub pod at gmail Great. So you remember it. Great. So. If you have any questions, any comments, any suggestions, any gripes, any concerns, anything really, if you just want to shout at us, uh, feel free to send them to Game and Grub Pod, Game and Grub Pod at Gmail at gmail.com. or you could tweet at one of us. I'm at Jelly Sound, and I'm at uh, J- Hammy Cooks eighty nine J A M M Y C O O K S eighty nine. Um, also, uh, I'll I'll put all the links when I upload this to YouTube. Yeah, you can I, leave a comment there as well. Sure, and you can leave a, a comment on the YouTube and a, a question, a suggestion for a future episode, something that you'd like to see us review. Uh, we're kind of we like to keep it timely. We like to kind of review stuff that's yeah. that's that's on the horizon or 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 just came out. But if you if there's something you want us to tackle, if there's a restaurant you'd like to see featured, definitely let us know. Uh, like Jelly Sound said, we don't know how it's going to keep going, but uh, or if the format's going to stay the same, or if not, we're going to try to keep the spirit of it. Um, but we definitely want to uh, get you guys involved uh, when that happens. So, Hemi yeah. Cooks 89. Hemi Cooks 89. 
Jelly Sound at, at Jelly Sound. At Jelly Sound. Uh, Game and Grub Pod at gmail.com. Hemi- Questions, comments, suggestions. Hemi Cooks on YouTube. See you guys next week. Yeah. Bye.